Hello, everybody. I am Elba Colon, your host of Awaken the Gratitude. I am a transformational wellness coach, facilitator, and teacher. The whole purpose of the show is to unlock the magic and power of gratitude within. We're in an abundance of joy, peace, health, and prosperity is found. A reservoir of ease and flow for your results to expand at a faster rate of time. And the way we do that is by bringing awareness and value to gratitude by bringing on board leaders whose lives are a reflection of gratitude. They will share the fine thread of gratitude in their story of achievement and success. So get ready, open your hearts, and let gratitude flow through you. Hello, everybody. This is Elba, your host of Awaken the Gratitude. Today's special guest is Leslie McNabb. She is an author, yoga teacher, and self-care coach. But what I'm really, really excited about her is that she is, her book has come out on April 28th, an ebook called Accelerate Joy, Hitting the Worry Breaks when your partner is in recovery. Whoa, this is some heavy duty stuff. We did a pre-interview and I'm so excited to share her story about joy and being grounded uh, with joy. So Leslie, welcome aboard. How are you today? Thank you so much, Elba. It's so wonderful to be here. I feel so excited today. Yes, I am too. I'm too. Um, because when I had this conversation uh, while back in the pre-interview, I was like, wow, like I just walked away my own self grounded. So I really appreciate you for being here. So let's go start off with the first question that I ask everybody. And that is, what does gratitude mean to you? First of all, I want to say that having that conversation with you really helped me get crystal clear on what gratitude means to me. Mm. And I really think it has two parts for me. The first part is finding joy in everyday moments. It can be as small as uh, the sun shining on your skin, um, just a smile from another person. And finding that joy in that moment. And then the second part is being present enough to appreciate it. And then feel it within your body to really embody it. So we experience things every day in our everyday life that are simple. And sometimes we overlook them. We're too busy thinking about something else. So I think that second part of gratitude for me is being present enough to appreciate it. Wow, I really like how you said that because a lot of us, we will talk about presence, but it does take some time, um, some time, like actual time to really just stay in the moment. Sometimes it can take nanoseconds if we train ourselves to get to that point or sometimes just depending where we are with our day and our moment, it takes some time. Like yesterday, I was irritated. I was annoyed. And um, I wasn't present. And I knew that. So I went and took, I went out for a walk. And it took me 20 minutes in that walk to get back grounded and present. 
So, yeah, I like how you said that time. Yeah, it's, um, it's a practice. It doesn't always come naturally, especially, especially when you're going through a tough time um, to then focus on something that um, helps you feel joy. Sometimes we don't want to do that. Sometimes we want to, it's easier to focus on um, the troubles that we're experiencing. Yeah. With that being said, in regards to your book, I think it's so courageous of you and vulnerable to write a book about hitting the worry breaks when your partner is in recovery. Uh, because you're, you're, from what I understand, you're the one who's also in recovery from the person who's being recovered from at, from being an addict. Absolutely. What does that mean? Can you tell us about that? What do people go through, partners go through? Let's start with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Um, it is a recovery for both of us. When I started becoming involved in the recovery community, I was looking to help him. And I went to 12-step meetings, and I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to find something that can help him. He was um, sick in a very low place in his active addiction, and I wanted to help him. I'm a pleaser. So that was my intention going there. And when I went to the first meeting, I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) You know, they tell you this is about you. This is your self-care. He, his business is not your business. And that was really a mind shift for me that I am in my own recovery from what is a traumatic experience when you're watching your loved one um, sick and possibly die from this disease of addiction. Um, so that creates constant worry um, constant thinking about that person and what they're doing and uh, their schedule and their activities and how can I help them Um, it creates a lot of confusion a lot of instability you don't feel secure Um, and so you know physically maybe physically maybe emotionally um And so that's what the spouse goes through. And when we start to focus on ourselves, we begin to recognize where we need to set boundaries. And that's really where I really encourage other spouses, other partners to start um, and focusing on and not focusing so much on the worry is to start setting boundaries for yourself um, to start to build in those feelings of security, the feelings of grounding. Um, yeah. When you said um, boundaries and focus on ourselves, it sounded to me when you were sharing the traumatic experience is that you had all your eyes on that partner and your eyes were taken off yourself how can how how can you do both like 
is that what the boundaries will do is ensure that you can still focus on yourself and still take care of your partner? How do you find balance in that? Well, the hope is that your partner will begin to take care of themselves and setting the boundaries will lead to that because a person in active addiction has a really hard time taking care of themselves and making the simplest decisions. And so one of the hardest things, and you can feel like a real jerk to set boundaries, but the first Mm -hmm. boundary I had to set for myself was that I needed him to be active in recovery for us to continue to be Mm -hmm. in a relationship together because him trying to do it on his own and then leaning on me that was not working for me. And I had a support person. I really recommend that um, the spouse, the partner not try this on their own. So I had a a mentor, a support person who had a family member um, who was also in recovery. And so she really helped me set that boundary. And it was one of the hardest things because it might not have worked, right? He might not have decided to um, be active in recovery and I had to take that risk because I knew that it wasn't working the other way. I like how you said that hope that the partner will take care of themselves because when you was telling your story I was coming from the space as a mother and a wife you know just a mother and a wife who just if if I'm not careful as a mother or wife, I'll lose my identity because now I'm just mom or I'm just a wife or I'm just grandma. And, um, and, and what it sounds to me, the difference or the fine distinction between someone who's in active recovery or in recovery in family is responsibility. Right. That is the responsibility. Of course, my family has a responsibility, but this is a, a greater dire strait here is responsibility. Um, which comes up to me is, is up to uh, coming from the space of mother and you coming from the space of the person recovering from the, uh, from the person who's recovering from addiction. Um, it's also your responsibility to set those yes. boundaries. Yes. Is that right? Definitely. Wow. And what caused you to like want to write this book? Because that takes a lot of courage to put your story that is very vulnerable out there. What caused you to do that? I decided to start here with addressing worry in order to find joy. Because that is, that is like the jumping off point as far as what is holding us back in our own self-care as the, as the partner of someone in recovery. Um, it, it feels good to take care of people or to feel like you're helping someone. So when we are helping and trying to, you know, provide resources for that person, it kind of feels good. So there's this 
there's this line you have to be careful to not cross um, of doing too much of enabling because you start then that's codependency where your happiness relies on their happiness so mm, that's good so addressing the worry it really has to come it has to come first mm-hmm. and sharing my story oh, and it is sorry and sharing no go ahead the second no, no, part there you said what what helped me share my story sharing my story is also tricky because it's also his story and so Mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate that now he's in recovery. He's recovering out loud. He's a counselor for other people seeking recovery. And so we've had this conversation about, you know, is it okay for me to share my story because it's also yours? And so that, I think that's really a Mm -hmm. relationship decision. Uh, And he is all for it. He is my biggest cheerleader. (laughs) Wow. Sometimes, like, this is where the gratitude plays a major role right here, where there is this challenge. You guys work through it. Fine. It was rough. Mm -hmm. But um, both of you took responsibility for your own well-being. And now you see the need out there for others to find this space of well-being and taking mm-hmm. responsibility. Wow. Good for you guys. Let's talk about grounding. Naturally, we're going to wrap up this first segment and we're going to speak into grounding and empowerment. And, um, and let's talk about what grounding looks and feel like. Sounds, Sounds good. good to you, Leslie? Okay, great. All right, again, this is Elbert, host of Gratitude, Awaken to Gratitude. If you've been inspired to go out there and make a difference in other people's lives who is also recovering, or maybe you are recovering, please go out right now and share this for others to, um, you know, they deserve healing within themselves through self-care. Um Just hang on tight and we'll be right back, gang. Hey guys, it's Elba real quick. If you have been experiencing fear, loss, disconnect, or even overwhelming lately, then I invite you to tap into the magic of gratitude. That's when you scratch the surface of gratitude and look at the challenges in your life and find the fine thread of gratitude. When you find that fine thread of gratitude, it's on this thread you'll find the balance, clarity, and value right back into your life again. Go to elbajcolon.com to explore a one-time special offer of three 30-minute sessions for $125. I will lead you, guide you, and support you in finding that thread. On this thread, you'll get to capture a glimpse of what's possible, which is in an abundance of joy, happiness, and love. With that being said, let's get right back to the show. Thank you. 
Hello, everybody. It's Elba. Awaken the Gratitude, your host with special guest Leslie McNabb, author of Accelerate Joy, Hitting the Worry Breaks When Your Partner Is in Recovery. The first segment, we were talking about gratitude, of course, and we were talking about also about being the person who is recovering from a partner who is recovering from addiction. What the experience is that and how you can um, recover for your own self. We're going to speak into grounding and what grounding looks and feels like. Welcome back, Leslie. How Thanks, are you? Elva. It's such a pleasure to be here. This is so fun. Um, it is. I love this. So let's talk about grounding. What does grounding looks and feel like? Because that's almost a common word. And I remember when I first heard of grounding, I really didn't get it. I just did because everybody did it. I now know what it is, but what does grounding looks and feels like to you? Well, there are so many physical practices that we can do to feel grounded. And I'd like to share my favorite with you and what that looks like. My favorite is literally getting on the ground, lying on my back, feet up on a chair, or even going up a wall and giving in to the gravity. And what that does is it allows the blood from your feet to come down toward your heart. It allows you to feel the support from the ground um, because feeling anxious you feel like maybe you can't settle it feels unstable insecure Mm -hmm. and so literally getting on the ground is a huge stress relief Um, it helps sleeping Mm -hmm. Um, it helps with any nervousness anxiousness anxiousness it just it's so relaxing so that is my very very favorite grounding practice Now, when you say that practice, what does grounding mean? Because they'll do that because I'm going to do that. I feel my legs heavy from being at my desk doing virtues and calls. So thank you for that tip. Right. Right. So, but what does grounding mean? Grounding means that feeling of safety that feeling of security, that feeling of, at this moment, I am okay. I am supported. Mm. I am loved. That, that's, that's what captures grounding for me, just that feeling of safety and security, which a person who is going through recovery, a person supporting someone in recovery, is, uh, it's what we need. We need to start building back in those feelings of being okay. Mm. That sounds so yummy. (laughs) (laughs) It's feeling safety and security at this. Yeah, that's true because just reflecting from what I was feeling yesterday, there was a lot of sense of fear, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I went walking. I needed to get back to that place of security and safety that I'm okay. So yes, 
You are right. I <laughs> These practices it. are great for anyone. I, they're specifically wonderful yeah. for a person, a spouse of someone in recovery, but they are, you know, universal. They're, they're great for everyone. Yes, it is. So let's speak into empowerment. Just go off with that. Speak from your heart. Tell, tell us about empowerment. empowerment. is being in control of yourself. There are so many things that we can't control. Mm-hmm. We can't control other people. We can't control um, the weather. We can't. Con- there are so many things we cannot control. So empowerment is taking back control of what you can. And that starts with us. We can take back Mm. control of our actions and our reactions to others. And adding in self-care practices for me is the ultimate empowerment because I am in charge of my choices and my self-care is personal to me. So that is really what empowerment means to me, is taking back control of what I can be in control of. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so good because empowerment, I I just love what you just said here um, about self-care because I'm starting to realize about self-care because um, I've just been working, 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 and, and, the, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, and I had to look back and reflect, like, what's lacking. Now, I always practice self-care, but I just haven't worked as much as I've been working lately, and so I must have forgotten being in the grind and working. Uh, I forgot to self-care, and I'm like, what's happening with me? And I realized just because I was drinking water and I was still walking. So I didn't think anything of it. But now I needed more self-care. And I started to see the value. And um, and what I realized is it's just a way for me as giving myself love or self-love. Because I deserve it. And with what you're just saying here, empowerment, it's like saying gosh, we, we are worthy of self-care. Yes, yes. We deserve we self-care, right? It, uh, I love the, the saying, self-care is not selfish. Because when you mm. become your best self, then you are going to mm-hmm. radiate joy for other people. And joy is really contagious. And so you'll be able to have so much more energy for people um, and in my position, if I was hoping that my loved one was going to purposefully be active in recovery every day, then I needed to be purposefully active in my own self-care every day. It is, it's not going to go away. It's not something that we're going to one day say, Oh, I'm all cared for. I don't need to do that anymore. It's going to, it's going to be something that mm-hmm. I need to do for the rest of my life. 
Wow, I like that. And joy. What what I I I don't think I ask you because it's just part of my way of being, but um describe what joy is because you did say that finding joy in gratitude. Like what's how's joy feels like in somebody? Oh, it's because interesting, your book says accelerate yeah. joy. So when you talk about accelerate joy, are you talking about how to get into your life quickly? Or does it mean to spread joy quickly? Because when I think of accelerate, I'm thinking yes. fast. So what fast do you mean when you say accelerate joy? Is, is what I meant by that. But really feeling that feeling mm-hmm. of pleasure and happiness and also finding joy and gratitude or finding gratitude in your past experiences, whether they were pleasant or not pleasant. And when you find, when you figure out what you've learned from those or how they've made you a better person, then that really brings a lot of joy. And it feels really strange to say that I am grateful for my partner having been through um, active addiction while we were in a partnership together. It feels really weird. Like I would never want harm for him, mm-hmm. but we've overcome this and we mm-hmm. have, we have a whole new relationship just based on our own growth. And that feels so good. And that is joy. Mm-hmm. So not skipping And trying to just force the joy. (laughs) That's not the purpose of the accelerating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you start to have a Mm -hmm. relationship with your worry and with the situations you're in, and I do want to stop for just a moment. If you're in any sort of situation that is causing you physical harm, I don't want you to find joy in that. Like that is not, I just wanted to pause there Mm -hmm. for a second to make sure to say that. Um, But using those experiences, those, those tough situations to then um, learn something from them. Yeah. Wow. I love this conversation. I feel like I, I just talking to you feel really grounded because I was moving really super fast. I've been up since 6.15. You're like my fourth conversation since 615 and just speaking to you I'm at a calming grounding place just reflecting back thank you on gratitude thank you Jeez. yeah well we're at our 25th mark here and um, we're going to start wrapping this up but before we do that um, I want you to first tell everyone where can they find your book yes, and where they you can for find the opportunity. you? So again, I'm Leslie and I am the founder of Rise with Recovery. You can find that um, the website risewithrecovery.com and Instagram and Facebook at Rise with Recovery. It's a community. It's a support for your self-care. Um, and we're just getting started. I'm really excited for what's up and coming. So there's this ebook, 
Accelerate Joy, but also we have self-care socials, which are free events every month. And we get together virtually, of course, right now. And we journal and we share meditation and we share stories. And it is one of the best things that I have experienced. So you can find me at Rise with Recovery. Super. So glad you have this space for everyone to go to because I'm pretty, not pretty, I'm confident after my experience with you, they're going to find safe security and trust through your support. So thank you, Leslie. You're welcome. So here are the three questions that I ask all of my guests as part of my tradition. I'm going to ask you the first two questions and then I'm going to stop and I'm going to explain the third question. Okay. And then I'll ask the third question. Okay. So the first question is, what are you grateful for today? Today, today. I am grateful for my dog's little tail wagging when I pet her because we, we have had a, a complicated relationship. Mm. She's a one and a half year old hound lab dog and she can be crazy and Mm -hmm. so much trouble but when she looks up with at me with those brown eyes and just her little tails wagging it's it's a special moment Mm. and why why is that moment special i feel connected to her as a being you know we're we're in this space together and uh, we're living together. So I just feel connection with her. Mm. Mm. How fortunate. Cause are I am you home today. alone? Yes. My kids are not here right now. Yeah. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Cause um, there are people who are literally by themselves without a pet and I can imagine how a dog or cat or pet makes a world difference. So um, that sounds so beautiful. What you just said there about your dog. What's Jet your dog's name, T's, by the like way? Joan Jet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, here's my third question. My third question is this: is the third question is is what does this affirm about who you are? Um, you say that you're grateful for your dog and you're grateful for the dog because there's this connection to this being that you're in this space together. And so the question is, what does this affirm? Meaning this blessing that you have that you're grateful for, what does that say about who you are? So you will answer that question I am blank, and you put in a being, whatever that is. I'm going to use negative words. No, I don't want to use negative words, anything on this podcast. (laughs) But you will say a being, uh, whatever that is, that describe or says who you are today, your affirmation. I am what? Based upon this blessing that you have today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it's a lovely practice. I love those questions. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate you and I appreciate what you are creating in the world to create safe security. Thank you so much trust. for having me, Elba. So, you're welcome. Are you are open to let the world yes. how much we appreciate them by blow them a kiss? Okay, super. Okay, here you go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Awaken the Gratitude Podcast. I am sure after listening to today's podcast, your heart was moved with inspiration, connection, and vulnerability. So with that being said, please go ahead at this time and show your appreciation to your friends and family by sharing this podcast so that they too may be uplifted with gratitude. Also, feel free to leave a review or comment as a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash Elba. Visit me at my website, elbajcologne.com, cologne spell C as in Charlie, O-L-O-N, to get your free 30-day gratitude prompts. Until next time, be the magic and power of gratitude.